Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. It's Friday. This is History and Comment for the fourth day of November, 2022. The first wagon train from the east arrives in California on this day in 1841. At the time, California and much of the west was part of Mexico. The Mexican-American War will transfer the area to the United States, but that will not happen until 1848. And there was the gold rush in 49 and 50. With the outbreak of the Civil War, Richard Gatling turns his creative skills to design what is the first rapid-fire machine gun. Gatling was an inventor at heart, but he also had a medical degree, but never practiced. His earlier and later inventions often involved agriculture. While it seems normal to have an automatic weapon, during the Civil War it was considered too terrible and only a limited number were ordered or deployed. The thinking at the time was quite similar to our thoughts on a nuclear weapon today. Thomas Elkins patents a refrigerating apparatus in 1879. It was a container with coils to circulate a cooled liquid. His design did not cool the liquid, however. Humorous Will Rogers is born in 1879 in Indian Territory, now Oklahoma. Rogers was a significant part Cherokee. Before 1900, he was doing stage shows in New York City. At some point, the rope and trick riding took a backseat to his humor and political commentary. His opening line was, Well, what shall I talk about? I ain't got anything funny to say. All I know is what I read in the papers. Harry Ferguson was an inventor who was also interested in airplanes and automobiles, but his name is most closely associated with tractors and the now common three-point hitch. Ferguson was born in County Down, Ireland on this day in 1884. There was a time in the 1960s when Walter Cronkite was considered one of the most trusted men in America. Cronkite was the anchor of the CBS Nightly News and covered the NASA moon missions. It is hard not to link the two. In fact, if you tour the Kennedy Space Center, the Apollo exhibit, they have recreated the launch control. There on a large screen, they were monitoring the television coverage by CBS News and cut to Walter Cronkite. Cronkite was a native of Missouri, but spent his later school years in the Houston area. His journalism career began in high school. There were jobs in radio. By the age of 21, he was working for the national news agency, United Press International. He was born on this day in 1916. It may not come through here, but I enjoy the Celtic music of the British Isles. Irish singer Tommy Macon was born in County Armagh, Northern Ireland, in 1932. At 23, he immigrated to America, calling New Hampshire his home. During the 60s and 70s, he was a large part of the New York folk scene, along with fellow Irishman Liam Clancy. Macon often teamed up with some combination of the Clancy brothers. Actress Loretta Swit is 85 today. She had a few other acting roles, but is most widely remembered as Major Margaret Houlihan on the MASH television series. She and three other actors appeared in all 11 seasons of the show. Only she and Alan Alden appeared in both the pilot and the finale. The Neutrality Act of 1939 goes into effect. Like most laws, it was complex with a number of provisions. It did allow the U.S. to begin selling arms to Britain and France. Prior to this, the U.S. was trying to stay out of the tensions that will lead to World War II. Former First Lady Laura Bush is 76 today. She's considered one of the most popular First Ladies in recent times. Her education was as an elementary school teacher. One of those three-letter agencies, the National Security Agency, or NSA, is created in 1952. The U.S. Embassy is overrun in Tehran in 1979, beginning the Iranian hostage crisis. 
that will last until January 20th of 1981. That they decided to release the hostages as Reagan was being inaugurated has always been intriguing. Embassies and their staff have widely been regarded as off-limits to hostile actions, but the Iranian students did not care and had been whipped into a sectarian frenzy with an unwarranted hatred of the United States. Continuing the saga of presidential elections and looking to next week's, two diatomically opposed presidents were elected on November 4th, one the greatest in modern history and the other maybe the worst. Ronaldus Magnus, or Ronald the Great for the folks in Rio Linda and Ditto Heads, Ronald Reagan for most others. Reagan was elected in 1980 when the country needed a morale boost. His message was clear and direct. America is a great place with great opportunity. He encouraged the average man and woman to go out and make things happen, stating his signature line that government was not the answer, but instead the problem. 28 years later, the country elected Barack Obama. Obama was a wolf in sheep's clothing and mostly elected on the novelty of he was partly black. His history, shrouded in mystery, sealed files, and some basic detail changes. With what was public knowledge, it's doubtful he could have gotten a security clearance as an average employee. His message was blatantly anti-American, as much a socialist as he could be and still be president. He proclaimed America was in need of a fundamental change, as I said, a polar opposite to Reagan. America is made up of humans and as such is far from perfect, yet the amalgam of people from a diverse background have built the one place on earth that people from every country, except maybe the extreme Muslim countries, desire to be. American free enterprise has brought more freedom and prosperity to poor people around the world than any other. America won two world wars and paid for the rebuilding of Europe after the second. America is the purveyor of freedom, liberty, and wealth. Reagan inspired people. Trump carried much the same message. Obama derided America and promised a bright future only if we remade America as a socialist utopia. Biden has touted the same mantra, crying things are bad, but government is the answer. Trump rallies are loud and proud, drawing large crowds. Obama and Biden can hardly draw flies. Their message, America is bad. We need a new country in the pattern of a dozen failed societies. The ideal of American free enterprise has a proven positive track record. Vote accordingly next Tuesday. That's history and comment for the fourth day of November. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.